Welcome to another episode of NAC Health Center News. I'm Marisol Murphy-Ballantyne. Every February, health organizations across the country mark American Heart Month to raise awareness of heart disease. Heart disease and stroke are among the most widespread and costly health problems facing our nation. Accounting for more than $312.6 billion in healthcare expenditures and lost productivity annually. However, studies show lowering blood pressure saves lives. 46,000 deaths from heart disease and stroke might be averted in the U.S. each year if patients are treated according to current recommended blood pressure guidelines. Today I'm speaking with NAC Director of Clinical Integration and Education, Meg Medor, about hypertension and what community health centers are doing to help patients control their blood pressure. Well, blood pressure is determined by both the amount of blood your heart pumps and the amount of resistance to blood flow in your arteries. The more blood your heart pumps and the narrower your arteries, the higher your blood pressure. High blood pressure is also called hypertension. Medor says high blood pressure is often associated with few or no symptoms, and that is why it's called the silent killer. It often has no warning signs or symptoms, and, and many people don't know they have it. Rarely high blood pressure can cause symptoms like headaches or impact vision, but really there's only one way to know whether you actually have hypertension, and that's to measure your blood pressure. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, about 1 in 3 or 75 million adults in the United States have high blood pressure, which can increase the risk of heart disease and stroke. Currently, only about half of those with high blood pressure have it under control. Uncontrolled hypertension is associated with 1 in 6 U.S. adult deaths and is a critical risk factor for cardiovascular disease. Diagnosed hypertension among health center patients is 23% according to the 2015 UDS data, but Medor says it might actually be higher. Studies have actually shown that about 15% of patients don't know they have high blood pressure and are not receiving treatment to control it. That is, they're not diagnosed. So this means that the true hypertension prevalence in our health centers is likely higher than 23%. Getting patients to control their blood pressure can be challenging, according to Medor. Well, patient patient participation in self-management behaviors like physical activity, smoking cessation, and a low-sodium diet can be a significant challenge because it really involves adopting and sustaining healthy behaviors for the long term. Another challenge is medication adherence. This is challenging for many people with high blood pressure. Interestingly, cost, which we would think would be the most important factor, is not really the driving factor Um, in adherence to medication. More often people give reasons like forgetfulness or too busy, which can be linked back to the symptoms or maybe because managing their chronic condition is competing with many other priorities in their life. It's important also to remember that care teams also have an important role to play in managing hypertension and making those medication adjustments. Recognizing that community health centers are innovators in addressing the most challenging conditions among their patients, NAC has partnered with the Million Hearts program. NAC has partnered with the CDC for the past two years to test strategies to address undiagnosed hypertension and implement evidence-based interventions to improve blood pressure control. Because our undiagnosed hypertension work was so pioneering, we actually compiled a change package of undiagnosed hypertension strategies that other healthcare organizations can use that is currently on the Million Hearts website. This year, NAC is partnering with the CDC again and also the Association of State and Territorial Health Officials and the YMCA to increase the use of self-measured blood pressure monitoring, SMBP for short. 
among those with hypertension through the coordinated action of clinical providers, community supports, state and local health agencies, and payers. SMBP, also known as Home Blood Pressure Monitoring, has been recognized by both the Community Guide and Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality as an effective approach to lower blood pressure and improve control among patients with hypertension. Home blood pressure monitoring has also been shown to improve health outcomes and to be cost-effective, according to Meg. For this reason, in October 2015, the U.S. Preventive Services Task Force actually recommended obtaining measurements outside of the clinical setting for diagnostic confirmation of hypertension before starting treatment. The disadvantage of diagnosing hypertension only in the office setting um, are many, actually. So you would think that that would be the optimal place. It actually isn't because of the limited number of measurements that can be made. Also, there's a confounding risk for what's called white coat syndrome. You may have heard of that before. That's because people often come to the provider office and they have anxiety and stress that causes their um, blood pressure to be artificially elevated. So it may appear that they actually they have hypertension when actually it's just the effect of being in the office. So managing or taking readings outside of the office um, can be much more effective. Meg says health centers are leading the way on hypertension control and points to one New Jersey health center as an example. Our health centers are right at the forefront of innovative efforts to address hypertension. Health centers have actually done a lot regarding hypertension, engaging their patient population in their own care, improving the accuracy of blood pressure control data, using health information technology to address blood pressure proactively, using team-based care models, and staying connected to patients through outreach and support are just a few. Self-measured blood pressure, which I mentioned before, of course, is another strategy that is being more widely used, and it's been shown to improve accuracy and efficiency of diagnosis and medication titration, in addition to being a way to keep patients engaged in managing their own health. Last year, 10 community health centers were named 2015 Million Hearts Hypertension Control Champions for working with patients to achieve hypertension control at or above 70%. One health center in particular, Zufall Health Center, which is based in Dover, New Jersey, focused on building personal relationships and trust with their hypertension patients. They provided a caring team approach and empowered their patients with skills and information to self-manage. They have patient navigators at the ready to help patients obtain insurance or enroll in programs to receive discounted medications, and they have clinical pharmacists that are part of their care team who meet one-on-one with those high-risk patients and those who are having difficulty controlling their blood pressure. And finally, I think what is really important about their approach is they celebrate small successes with their patients. They focus on providing positive reinforcement, and they use data to drive quality. So they track quality metrics at the care team level, and which spurs friendly competition. Individually, each of these strategies is known to be effective, but the real power in this approach and the real impact comes from weaving together a comprehensive patient-centered strategy to the way chronic care is delivered. I'd like to thank Meg Medor for joining our podcast today. To learn more about the Million Hearts program, including the resources mentioned in this podcast, visit millionhearts.hhs.gov. Have an idea you think would be a good podcast? Email us at communications at knack.org. Make sure to stay up to date on all the latest news impacting health centers by following us on Twitter at NACHC. Thanks for listening. Music by Ben Sound. www.bensound.com.